0: A dream that you like But I could never do that to my mom, so I keep fighting each day against this maelstrom. I feel like a cheephead, the way my hair looks dumb, and my heart is made of stone. I had a dream that I saw a blue whale. I It's your consequence the Not your fault, but it's your consequence
1: Right, Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much for being here. Give it up for yourselves for coming out to the seventh Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Give yourselves up more. Give it up more than that. What was that? Come on, Jesus Christ! Wow. Let's get some energy in this place. Holy cow! This is going to be a great time. My name is Alex Kaufman. We have a really fun show in store for you tonight. Um, I uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm super stoked to be here. I got here. Uh, I came here all the way from Montana. Uh, super fun. Uh, drove here from Montana, actually. Uh, drove through a lot of small towns the way you can tell which towns are populated by uh by like remote tech workers now is uh like I drove through one town that had a fancy bowling place like I don't know who looked at bowling and thought this is what we need to be gentrifying but they they did it uh they're there. like gentrifying bowling is like going to a thrift store and trying to upcycle a wife beater you know what I mean it doesn't make sense gentrifying bowling is like house flipping in a trailer park uh which is mean because tornadoes do it enough you know what I'm saying it's not it's not kind uh oh boy I uh I'm sure right after the show I'm gonna go get a stiff drink uh started drinking way too much during the pandemic uh the way that I realized that is I'd figured I'd take like a two-week break two-week break from drinking about a week into that break uh, I was shaky all the time I was cold constantly I couldn't sit still at all uh thought I was going through withdrawals turned out it was just COVID though so that was a relief somehow uh that was good news in my book uh Started drinking too much, partially because uh, my girlfriend got a cat. Uh, she got this cat. I'm supposed to say we got a cat, by the way. Uh, we got a cat. She's got so much anxiety though that now the only thing that we talk about is that cat's funeral. Like it's, she's so worried about this cat dying. Like the day after uh, we got him, she was already picking out an urn. She started price shopping crematoriums, which, when you think of it, actually sounds like a place a cat should love. The uh, crematorium. Oh wait, that's. There you go. Uh, also, sounds like the place where they make creamsicles, maybe, uh, or a porn studio. Look, it's not. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Uh, she's got so much anxiety about this cat dying, though. She's so worried about it. She she would have nightmares. Actually, she woke me up one night and she asked if we could put the cat's urn on display in a place of honor, right? Like put his put his urn up on the uh, on the mantle in the living room. And obviously, I suggested taxidermy, right? Uh, more of a conversation starter. She didn't like that, though. Uh, she didn't like that at all. So I took a step back. I a step back because I feel like relationships are all about compromise. I told her, babe, look, uh, we can cremate the back half if you'll let me mount his head on the wall. So we're not together anymore. Uh, but neither is the cat. So that's so that's going. I am dating again. One of my buddies, he keeps trying to set me up on dates. Uh, my friend actually asked me if I'd ever date an anti-vaxxer. I said, sure, right? Uh, if I was looking for something short term, that might be how I do it. I did go on a date he set me up on though. Uh, on the date, the woman I was there with, she told me she was a sapien sexual, and I was like, "No homo." Turns out, what she actually said was sapiosexual, which uh, I guess is when you only date men who know what that word means. And I don't know what that word means. <laughs> My grandfather likes to give me dating advice too. He always suggests the same thing. My grandfather, he always says, uh, he, "He always says to lay out rose petals as a romantic gesture." Uh, I've never understood this romantic gesture because to me it just seems like you're buying very expensive flowers and making a mess. Like it doesn't add up. Uh, and like the thing is, like my grandfather, he's an old timey dude. I'm sorry, but uh, ladies, if he's laying out rose petals for you, he's gonna try to make you clean that up. He's not, not a good person. All right. Uh, he's, he is a very old timey dude. My grandfather was a doctor during the Korean War. That's how old he is. Uh, he all, my, like I grew up in a military family. My dad uh, flew planes for the Air Force, and I started smoking weed in high school. So that's. I think they call that legacy. I don't know. They're not <laughs> proud of me. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, did grow up in a military family. Kind of cool. You, you, you meet people from all different sorts of places. Uh, like I have this friend who's really Italian. Most Italian guy I've ever met his name. Uh, his name is Raffaele Michelli. And he hates it when I say his name that way. <laughs> he does not appreciate it at all. Uh, never going to stop saying it that way, though, because he found out one time I'd never had a cannoli before. So he insisted we go to a real t- Italian restaurant that evening. After dinner, the waitress came by and asked if we wanted anything for dessert. I said, yes, I'll have one cannoli, please, and she just chuckled. <laughs> she just chuckled. I turned to my buddy. He said, yeah, one cannoli. I actually called a cannolo." So, <laughs> like, I don't know if he brought me there just to do that, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know if that was his goal, but that guy's worse than a grammar Nazi, okay? I think we can agree. That guy's a linguistic fascist. That's exactly what that is. He's like a, a Mussolini. No, I'm sorry, Mussolino, right? Uh, it was really just the one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's uh, it's fun to be here. Uh, I uh, I'm trying to improve my life a little bit. Uh, trying to trying to get things in order. One of my friends suggested uh, manifesting to kind of try to help uh, get myself back on track. Uh, the thing like I can't, I have a hard time getting into the manifesting thing though because uh, I feel like I believe in her more than she believes in herself, right? Because every manifesting story is the same. Every manifesting story is like I wanted something. I started manifesting it. I worked towards it, and I got it. And I think one of those steps. Might not be necessary, all right? Like, I didn't manifest a donut. I went to Krispy Kreme. You understand? It's... You didn't manifest your dream vacation, Jan. You saved up PTO. It's fine to have worked for things. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I, I did try it, though. I did try to get into it. Apparently, I've been doing it wrong. Uh, I did I did give it a shot. Apparently, what I've been doing is actually called suicidal ideation. So that's not the same thing, apparently. I didn't know. Uh I quit therapy recently. I don't know if that's coming through. Uh, don't know if you can tell. Uh, I quit therapy because I found out that my therapist lived in a houseboat, and that guy shouldn't be giving advice to anybody. <laughs> like, that guy may have the degree, but he does not have the qualifications. You know, it's like I'm paying him $100 an hour, and he can't afford a house house. Are you kidding? Guy, it's so frustrating. Like, he didn't just decide to live down by the river. He decided to live on the river. You get what I'm? Uh, I feel like some of you guys are on his side now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with it? nothing's wrong with living on a houseboat what's wrong with uh it's it's giving me advice also like i just i don't believe in the advice it's fine to make that choice I'll, i will give him some credit okay uh when the ice caps melt he'll still have seaside property that's pretty cool give him that uh it's also pretty cool to live in a place where piracy is still a legitimate concern that's that's nice uh it's <laughs> pretty cool uh, I'm just doing bullet journaling now uh, instead of therapy. For those of you who don't know what bullet journaling is, it's a note-taking system where you buy way too many highlighters and turn your feelings into an aesthetic competition. Uh, I do it a little bit differently, though. I take all the money that I would have spent on highlighters, and I just buy bullet bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I drink until I can be vulnerable with myself. That's my method. <laughs> uh, boy, I, uh, I'm i also taking personality quizzes instead of therapy. Uh, personality quizzes are fun. Uh, I don't... I don't like the Buzzfeed kind of personality quizzes. They ask you the questions are too specific. They ask you like, what genre of music are you, or uh, what House House of Dragons character has the same personal hygiene habits as your best friend from middle school? Right? They're just they're too specific. Uh, Don't like it. I like the clinical exams. Uh, Okay, there's a ghost here now. Uh, Apparently, welcome. Uh, I like the clinical exams. Uh, My favorite is the Big Five quiz. The biggest of the five for me was neuroticism. And when I saw that score, I asked myself, oh, should I just take this a couple more times on a few different websites so I can average the results and really be sure? Turns out that question is the answer. That's how you know. Uh, started therapy when I was in middle school. Uh, my therapist, he told me about another client of his whose name was Alexander. That guy just went by the middle part of the name. That guy just went by uh, Zan. I thought that was so cool. Like, I didn't know you could do that. It's incredible. Uh, at around the same time, my parents told me that we were going to be moving to California, so I got it in my head that I could reinvent myself right. Uh, I figured I'd go by Zan, I'd learn to skateboard, and I'd start doing hard drugs. I had a five-year plan. Guys, my guidance counselor should have been so proud. Uh, we did not move to California, though. Didn't happen. I uh, found out a little while later that Zan actually killed himself. Yeah, he was doing a different kind of bullet journaling. I uh, guess you could say I dodged that bullet, all right? it's Or he took it for me. Look, it's not... You're growing at a fake person, all right? This is not... Not a real guy. Uh, All right, we'll do a little palate cleanser before I bring up your next act. Uh, You guys like puns? I feel like this is a pun crowd. Uh, Here's a pun for you. Anybody here know the book Thus Spoke Zarathustra? Ah, really filled a Nietzsche market. All right, that's... (laughs) Uh, I'm going to bring up your next act, everybody. Uh, Please give a big warm welcome uh, to... uh, Oh, who was it going to be next? Uh... Hold on. I if I was good at my job. I would have known this already. Are there any more seats? There's two seats here that aren't taken, but I don't know what this coat's about. Um, okay. All right. Right in the front. Uh, no, we got we got two seats up here, folks. Uh, everybody, start filtering. Come on. Come on in here. If you're a comic, if you're a comic who's on the show, get the fuck out. Uh, let the people <laughs> let the people who paid for tickets come in here. Uh, please, uh, by all means. Uh, are there folks? Are there folks still out there? Come on in. There's there's two seats up here. Nobody's going to nobody I mean nobody should, you know, harass you or whatever. Yeah. If you paid for a seat, get in here. Get your money's worth. You have a ticket? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. How am I supposed to tell? Uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. I'm going to bring up your uh your first act everybody. Uh it your first act uh because I know that they're here, everybody. Give it up for Kathy Guest, everybody. Make some noise for Kathy Guest, coming to the state.
2: Hey, everybody. There's seats up here. Come on in, come on in. Oh my God, I so great to be part of the festival. I did comedy the other night as part of the festival, and I was hit on afterwards by this uh, much older man. Yeah, woo. Yeah, exactly, it's awesome. It's nice to know that my insure milkshake still brings the old boys to the yard. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And like before the pandemic too, like if that would have happened, I would have been like, ew, no. And now I'm like, ew, maybe. (laughs) It's confusing. And then this younger guy and, and I are talking afterwards the other night and he says to me, he goes, you know what? You look great. Stop it. He said, For your age. Yeah, he doesn't know what my age is, but it's okay. I said, you know what? That's such a nice compliment for your education level. Thank you. Thank you. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, man. It's good to be here. So, I actually spent 15 years in tech. A little bit about me, I was an executive in tech. Yes, hashtag lady business. Yeah, hey, which is exactly what I call my lady business. When I don't call it the C-Suite, for obvious reasons, yes, yes. And when I travel, people are like obsessed with it. They're like, oh, my God, what was it like spending 15 years as an executive in very male-dominated tech? Well, the last company that I worked for had this kind of fun little tradition where everybody in the company got names. Like the IT guys, they were the IT guys. Clever. Clever. The accountants were the dough bros. Makes sense. And then I got excited one day because they finally came up with a name for the women in my business division, mm-hmm. Brenda and Christy. And my name is Kathy. Oh yeah, That sums up 15 years in tech, that's what that was. It's true, 15 years is a lucky number for me. Uh, I've been happily married for 15 years. Thank you, um, it's weird cuz I've been married for over 20. <laughs> They can't all be equally happy. I don't make the rules. I don't. No, it's true. And that's a long time, and marriage is really hard. So, you know, ups and downs, of course. And, um, but, I, you know, it's funny because when things got really hard and they did, like, I never considered divorce. Wow. Murder? Hell yes. Yes. I always know the married people in the audience. The married people in the audience are like, hell yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. Dial a murder. All right. We can do business later. The hitman. No, it's true. Absolutely. But I can't give him like all my stuff. Divorce is out of the question. Silicon Valley is expensive. No, no, no. Plus, two, what happens if I divorce my husband and he meets another woman, falls in love, and lives happily ever after? I can't take that risk. No, no. But here's what happened after 15 years. Well, okay, over 20 of being happily married, yes, happily married, and two kids later, we do have two kids, two teenagers. They're a gift you can't return. Uh, Nobody told me, nobody warned me, oh my God. But here's what happens after so many years together is that your hormones change. So I'm at this place in my 40s where like my hormones are going crazy. Like your PSA to the younger ladies, oh my God, I am hungry all the time and horny all the time, like at the same time, true, absolutely. And my husband will shoot me that look when the kids are out of the house, like, yeah, let's let's sexy time. And I'm like, I know you are not looking at me thinking we're going to have sexy time because you ain't got a damn sandwich in your hand. Go to the kitchen, take care of business. He comes back, right, with his penis between two, you know, with bread, <laughs> and two slices of bread. Yes, yes, gluten free because I believe in healthy eating. Like, you know, it's true, it's creative. But it's true. Now my fantasy threesome, right? It's me, a hot guy, and a sandwich truck. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. But I'm also at an age too where, you know, what I want is very simple in life. I figured it out. I just need a guy to give me great orgasms and to take me antiquing. And I just hope that those two never meet. Yes. It's very simple. Very simple. It's true. Ah. Oh. So I butt-dialed Lyft the other day. I don't know how I did it, I butt-dialed Lyft, the ride-sharing service that came to my house. They're like, did you call us? I'm like, I guess I did. It's like my dumb face <laughs> on the app. Yeah, I guess I did. And they're like, well, we gotta charge you $5 for a no-show fee. Then I thought, you know what, $5, that's awesome. Because that is the cheapest butt-lift my ass is ever gonna see. It doesn't get better, it doesn't. And I learned, here's what I learned during COVID is that there's three levels of fitness. Three levels of fitness. There's fit, there's unfit, and holy shit, nothing fits. And I've been a couple of those at the same time. So easy, not a not a problem, not a problem. But my husband, like he's like super into fitness, so he gets me this Apple Watch. I don't need it, it's a little much, but it's growing on me. It's totally growing on me because now I'm getting to track some really cool health metrics. Like right now, for example, you guys, I'm tracking the number of steps I need to reach my goal of pretentious Silicon Valley asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so close, you guys. Don't worry. I'll tell you all about it on social media. It's true. It's true. I can't help it. So i um, of leave you with this thought. Um, I'm also at a place in my 40s where I realize that I look like I work at Target. <laughs> so every time I'm at Target, like people look at me, and go, yeah, she works here, and it doesn't even bother me that they think I work there, because people in retail work hard, but it bothers me a little bit that people look at me and they're like, you know what? That white lady looks like she knows where stupid shit is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, you guys? They're right, I do. I do. Like, I know near me in San Jose at the Target store, I know that the pregnancy tests are right next to the weed drug tests. But that can't stand. So, here's what I did, ladies. I added some chocolates, some condoms, and Plan B. Right? Some music, some wine, and so I like to think of it as a value bundle for the ladies. Aisle 16, Cottle Road, San Jose. Tell them Kathy guest sent you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
1: Keep making some noise for Kathy Guest, folks. Come on, give it up for Kathy. That was great. That was fantastic. Your next comic is uh, is San Francisco's very own Dorian Trong, Everybody, give it up for Dorian. Giving it up.
3: Hello, everyone. I, uh, you know, I'm a little flustered because I uh, got here late. Uh, I was signing a petition for anti-bullying. Yeah, thank you. But uh I got to say looking back at it is kind of stupid, you know. Like what are you going to do? You're going to show up to a 13-year-old's home like with a list of names. You're like, "Hey, stop having fun." Anyway, I uh, I, th- I think the real the real reason I signed the petition is because like I I remember how it felt to be like being up by a group of eighth graders, you know what I mean? It's a terrible feeling, uh, especially when you're 35. Because people don't help you when you're an adult and you're getting your ass kicked by kids. They just look. You know? It's funny. The whole time I was getting my ass beat, I was like, I'm going to get them back. I'm going to do it by fucking their moms. Except that was a, uh, it was uh, it's not e- as easy as I thought. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could have done like a million other things, but that was the first thought I had. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give it to their moms. I just settle for their dads, you know, and a couple of uncles. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm having trouble. I was having trouble uh, looking for a job, uh, so then I decided to lie on my resume, and I worked like a charm, guys. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, all I had to do was say like, "Oh, I'm bilingual," and they just they just believe me. It's weird. That's how I got my job here at uh, in the public defender's office. Whenever someone comes in uh, speaking a different language, I just use Google Translate, right? And then I type in there, I type in, uh, I was like, uh, if you ever come back, I'm gonna call the cops. Yeah, I might not have a good job, um, but I am dating a white girl, which is uh, the American dream for like immigrants, you know what I mean? We still get into arguments, um, you know? Because of our cultural differences like some I, I sometimes I just get so frustrated whenever we're at a restaurant and she asks the waiter like what kind of wines they have because we're in a Chinese restaurant I was like we just ordered everything off the menu for like 10. Like why 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 do you think we would have they would have good wine here? It makes no sense. It makes zero sense at all. My girlfriend recently asked me to go uh, to therapy. Uh, because she's tired of telling me what's wrong with me and she want to outsource it to someone else and I don't want to go to therapy and it's not because of stigma you guys I get I hear that a lot they're like men don't go to therapy because of stigma and I don't think that's true because there's a stigma to public masturbation but every public transit comes pre-installed with a pervert, just like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I'm sure like s- sometime in their life like some guys like, hey man. What about the stigma? He was like, oh, I don't know, it Just just feels too good. <laughs> yeah, I think there's an easier way to change your man, ladies, if you're dating someone, and uh, it's a lot cheaper. You just give him some pussy. That's, that's all you need. Just microdose him a little. Like, I can honestly see my own grandma, like, spontaneously combust in front of me, and I would be sad. But if like a nice lady came and was like hey, you want some pussy? And I'll be like, Oh, I'll feel better immediately. I'll start walking down the street whistling and shit, you know, giving that one of these dumb salutes. All right. Anyway. But yeah, sometimes I uh sometimes I get into arguments with my girlfriend and it's always a bad idea, you know, because I always forget how good she is at it. You know what I mean? She got me like backpedaling like I'm a president at a press conference, you know what I mean? Just like dodging shoes like George George W. I started saying shit that don't even make sense. I'm like, it was locker room talk. You know, I wasn't looking at her butt. It was too small. I can't see it. And one of her friends was like, chime in. Her friends were like, oh, I'm CNBC, you said your girlfriend was a bitch. And I'm like, fake news. Yeah, so I try to make it up to her after her fights. So I take her to Daiso. If you guys don't know what. <laughs> You guys know what Daiso is? It's a—it's uh, like a 99-cent store, but like the Asian version of it. Uh, which also means it's classier, but not because of the reason you think. You know? Like the clientele is just a little better because in Daiso, they just love to make you do math for no apparent reason. Like they they clearly know that they're in the U.S., but they like to price everything in Japanese yen. You know, you get up to the front. They're like, "Oh, if three thousand yen equals a dollar and fifty cents." And you have seventy thousand yen. How much do you owe? That's when you rob them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like people don't rob. People would rob because you don't know how much the things cost. You know, like in California, if you steal like anything over like nine hundred twenty-five dollars, or something, it's like a felony. Every time I look down my basket, I'm like, this could be like $5 or it could be like a million dollars. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, uh, to get through my nerves, right before I got here, I had period sex. Thank you, thank you. She was a slave and I was a soldier from the Civil War. I said, "Uh, you're gonna be fine, miss. You're gonna be free in about five minutes. But right now, we didn't know if it was okay. She was like, is it okay? Can we, can we do this? Is it all right? I was like, sure, babe, it's fine. You're white and I'm black. Totally fine. All right, that's my time. Let's bring uh, Alex back up here, everyone.
1: Keep clapping for Dorian Trong, everybody. San Francisco's very own. You made him. You created him. Uh, It's not on me. Uh, Your next act, everybody. Your next act, uh, please make some noise for Melina Best, everybody. Make some noise for Melina Best coming up to the stage. Clap real loud all the way from Portland.
4: How y'all doing tonight? Good. All right. So I took a Lyft ride to work the other day, and the driver was like, Melinda? I'm like, Melina. I'm <laughs> he's like, I think I gave you a ride before. I'm like, then why'd you get my name wrong, bitch? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? A little bit more about me, I I work in a dying industry. I'm a server at an old folks home. Most of the people I serve are regulars until they're not like there's one resident Edith. She has a habit of eating her placemat. I mean, I can't really blame her. The service is pretty slow. I was <clears throat> taking my time t- uh, getting to a residence table, and she said to her table mate about me, well, he's mentally challenged. <laughs> I mean, I would have preferred a tip, <laughs> not a medical diagnosis. But... Okay. the other night a resident wanted a fork I brought over a fork and she said oh I took one from the other table because I (laughs) didn't have faith in you I'm like lady your days are numbered so (laughs) last Valentine's Day uh the wanted to give me a tip, not a medical diagnosis. Call <laughs> back. I declined and he slipped me a hundred. I said, your place or mine, like. <laughs> All right. Last Valentine's Day A resident told me they were going to write me into their will, so I quickly grabbed a pen and was like, can we do this while you're still lucid, like, my favorite resident, though, he's 102, I've adopted him as my second grandpa, which he doesn't really like, he's like, maybe ease up on the affection, like, don't visit my room every day. It was my birthday recently. Yeah. <laughs> and so I told him as much and he was like, I'll take the soup. <laughs> I mean, I'm my daddy's hard of hearing. So I wrote it down and he was like, he accurately guessed my age and asked, how old I th- thought he was. I said 32, <laughs> for comedic effect. He's not 32. He said, I'll take the meatloaf. <laughs> Can't win them all, you guys. <laughs> so I've been with my boyfriend for about 10 years. <laughs> Thanks. I'm a hopeless romantic. And he's a cat. I got a tattoo of him. I told him he had to get one of me. We got to the tattoo parlor, but he pussied out. I mean, it is forever. So I'm thinking my next tattoo will be of Reese uh, with a tattoo of me. But my favorite part about having this tattoo is the people who'll look at it and be like, is that your cat? Yeah. like How rude would it be to have someone else's cat on my arm? I did a comedy show in Portland, and afterward a guy was like, you were funny. I was about to say thank you. And he said, in a good way. <laughs> I I mean, I'm mentally challenged, so I guess I needed a clarification. <laughs> he provided. Um... A while back, I dated a human, don't tell Reese. (laughs) And he said, no offense, but are you autistic? He said, no offense, so we're good. (laughs) 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 I'm not offended, don't worry. I recently visited my grandparents and my mom said, hey, uh, tell your jokes to your grandma. And my grandma was like, I'm gonna go hide in the closet, <laughs> right? That's what you, uh, yeah, if, if you don't wanna see my comedy, like, <laughs> what? Still working on that one. Uh, <laughs> i leave you with this, I um, took a took another lift, it's my thing, uh, and the driver was like, have a good night, and remember to wake up in the morning, <laughs> thanks for the tip, <laughs> I've been Melina Best, have a good one.
1: Clap more for Melina Best, everybody. You know the drill, fantastic. All the way from Portland, so funny. Uh, Your next act, your next act is another San Franciscan, uh, has the most Italian name I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Please give it up for Lorenzo Barabere Scaratico or something like that, it's close. (laughs) Eh, I'm pretty close. (laughs) Clap some more for this guy, come on. I'm not trying it again.
5: As I promised, I'm not going to correct you on the way you pronounced it. I know it would trigger you a little bit. No, I'm kidding, i kidding. Um, hey, everybody. Before I begin, I think you should know a little bit about the context as to why I'm doing this. So I'm a data scientist, and I work at the kind of university that would probably fire me if they knew that I'm here tonight, um, but I mostly do this because as a data scientist, I come across a lot of very um, provocative and shocking statistics, and, I, you know, to try to make sense of it and learn how to tell people the truth without making them cry. I decided to try my hand at stand-up, right? So what I'm mostly gonna focus on tonight is actually I'm gonna talk about a breakthrough that I had at work this week. I think I finally figured out why gay guys hit on me. Okay, okay, actually, let me correct this because I'm sure one of the gay comics in the audience is gonna stand up here and say, I find Lorenzo unfuckable, I have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) I'm not saying all gay guys hit on me, I'm specifically referring to, to the random dudes that DM me on Instagram, okay? See, I've been sharing screenshots of my Apple Watch after I work out as, like, my Instagram story because I don't really care about social media, but there's just enough of a pool to make me more consistent about the healthy habit of exercise, and the moment I started doing that, you know, people started DMing me, you know, because they were excited about the kind of workouts that I was doing, and uh, it's mostly dudes, right? And so, recently I shared the results that I got from my latest body scan, and, uh, and I discussed, like, I lost 2% body fat. Woo! No, really? No celebration? Like, you know it's actually kinda of difficult. No, I can't get it. Um, and it was like I gained four pounds of muscle, and most importantly, now the muscles in my body are apparently uh perfectly distributed. And so this random dude DMs me It's like, Yo man, can you send me a picture? I wanna see it for myself. And I'm like, What are you talking about? I just couldn't like make sense of this. But before I make fun of gay men's porn preferences, um, let me prove to you that I'm actually an ally of the LGBT AIQ+ community. I just want to make sure I don't get canceled, you know, for the joke I'm about to make. I'm going to prove this by settling, like, the debate, you know, that affects I think all men equally once and for all, which is that gay men have big dick energy, okay? And the reason as to why I know this is because data scientists have actually created a unique data set of all male porn stars and then once they started categorizing them as gay male porn stars versus heterosexual male porn stars they were able to then you look at the statistic right of what is the average penis size of a gay porn star it's half an inch bigger than heterosexual porn stars which i think just objectively proves gay men have big dick energy okay now that i put this out of the way yeah, I couldn't make sense of like, why are all these men just DMing me on Instagram? And um, then I came across like another major data point this week that kind of clarified it for me. So apparently straight guys is the fifth most popular porn category for gay men worldwide. I did not know that. I was like, this is so random, right? And it really couldn't make sense of this, right? But now I was like, okay, I get it. Like it's part of the fantasy, right? Turning a straight guy, right? So I asked one of my gay friends and I was like, what do you think this means? Like I didn't even know this was a thing, right? And he just had to explain to me. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like for us bottoms, it's very hard to find tops. And initially I didn't understand what he meant until I looked at the data from Grinder. okay? So the ratio of bottoms to tops is seven to one. So the reasons to why gay men are desperate to turn heterosexual guys into conquest is because they're desperate from a purely a ratio perspective of tops to bottoms. And that's when it hit me. Oh my God, the reasons as to why this is happening is not because I'm doing anything particularly strange to invite this kind of attention on Instagram. The reason as to why this is happening is because gay men you would think have the best sex life of all time and somehow, somehow evolution and nature still manages to screw you at the end of the day. Good night, everybody. Make some
1: more noise for the horniest statistician you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, your next act, everybody. He's here all the way from Massachusetts. Really good guy. Please make some noise for Joe Capinos, everybody. Give it up for Joe Capinos. Keep clapping even more. Keep going over your host, Alex, everybody.
6: Wow, that that was, yeah, you're like, he's not doing that great. I thought he was doing fantastic. Apparently not everybody else thought so. Uh, I was also like, I'm stoked because Alex actually asked me how to pronounce my last name. Uh, and most people don't tend to do that and they'll just always get it wrong. Like, I admit, I have terrible handwriting. And one time I put my name on a list and someone, rather than asking what it was, they just assumed they knew what it was. They're like, coming up next to the stage, your next comedian, Joker Penis. I was like, "Yeah, no, that's not it." And then apparently, it's stuck. <laughs> Everybody loved it, and uh, I stopped going there. So, <laughs> uh, have you all heard the phrase? Fr- uh, or the- there are two guarantees in life. We all know the two guarantees in life. Okay, okay. What what are the two guarantees in life? Death and taxes. I went to a, a local uh, comedy show out in Rhode Island uh, not too long ago. I found out there are three guarantees in life: death, taxes, and if you give a middle-aged straight white man a microphone, he will complain about his marriage. A lot, yeah. Uh, I should have, I should have kind of like figured it out from the get go. You know, like looking at the flyer, they had like quintessential names that you would have guessed they would have been misogynistic. It was like Mike Hockey, Peek- <laughs> Peaks in High School Peter. Like it just kind of had those vibes about it. But like they complained about like the dumbest shit. To be honest, you know what I mean? Like one of the guys was like, "Oh, ever since I got married, my wife started making me wash my balls." I was like, dude, what were you doing before? Like, did you just, you just thought the dribble down from the shampoo was good enough? You could tell what kind of guy he was, cause he was like, oh, I like using those three-in-one, uh, you know, shampoos. You can, uh, you can wash your body, your truck tires, and brush your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of energy. Uh, <laughs> one of the other guys complained, but he was like, oh, ever since I got married, I can't just jerk off wherever I want to anymore. Now I got to jerk off in the laundry room. I was like bro you haven't been a renter in a while have you I was like you have a fucking laundry room my dude I would wish I could jerk off in my laundry room If I do that it's at least 2 days in jail that's guaranteed like my laundromat doesn't let me do that <laughs> Crazy stuff Uh I uh, just to let everybody know in the room uh, I do identify as emo I don't know if that was clear or not Yeah yeah uh, I was walking down the street someone was like hey those are like the tightest jeans in San Francisco I was like, "Yeah, I got to keep up the aesthetic. <laughs> he was like, "How are your balls?" <laughs> not good. I was like, "I'm practically pegging myself right now. It's not. It's <laughs> not the best time." Uh, but I am. Uh, I would say I'm a bit of an aging emo at this point. I had to get rid of the vans for these like Adidas geriatrics. I needed. I needed the support. Uh <laughs> I went to the doctors, uh, so I turned thirty not too long ago, and I went to the doctors because I started experiencing lower back pain. Yes, I think it's collective. I don't. I'm glad I know it's everybody. I don't remember when I signed the lease on the body. It was just like as soon as you turn thirty, your back's going to explode, and I was like, that sounds fantastic. Sign me up for it. Um, and I went to, so I went to the doctor. I was talking about it, and her diagnosis was, I uh, shit you not, her diagnosis was uninterrupted sitting. I was like, yeah, I've never had somebody medically call me a pussy before, like, that's, that's interesting, uh, I, uh, I have a job, you can clap it up for employment, that's cool, yeah, I appreciate that, uh, I work at a community college, uh, so I guess I would also kinda consider myself a a corporate emo about it, um, yeah, being a corporate emo means that I just, uh, I don't cry over girls anymore, I just cry over paperwork. Yeah, that's yeah. If you work in a corporation, you get it. It's like uh, I was trying to I was trying to hand in one of my reports the other day, and I was looking for it on my laptop, and I couldn't find it, and I was starting to get stressed, and I couldn't find it, I couldn't find it. My brain just naturally went, "Where are you?" <laughs> 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 the Excel spreadsheet. It was just. Uh, I audited my files. I just couldn't find it. It was it was a very stressful uh, situation. Uh, we got any couples out there? Couples. Clapping up for yourselves? Yeah, woo, you can be excited about that. It Doesn't have to be depressing. Uh, yeah, I'm in. A, I'm in a relationship. I'm in a, a polyamorous relationship. We're all familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm in a polyamorous relationship, which means she has a girlfriend, and I get a high five for the attempt. She gets way more pussy than I do. That's that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> She's also a uh, pansexual. Do y'all know what pansexual means? Yeah, that means she will fuck anybody, anybody who buys her food first. That's that's what it is. I found out if you buy her pupusa, she will pupusa her pussy. That is, we don't like Mexican food up here. That's cool. All right. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, advertisements. Uh, I was driving by a dispensary uh, back in in Massachusetts, uh, and it said, uh, INSA, marijuana for real life. Like, as opposed to what? I don't know if Zuckerberg's doing some new shit. What is he working on? Like, Crypto Kush? You could buy that blockchain bud or those NF terpenes. You buy it now, it's it's not worth as much as it was later. You can't smoke it. You can't do anything with it, but yeah. Um... I thought NF terpenes would have done a little better. That's all right. <laughs> I thought it was there. I thought I had it. I was like, "Yeah, like that's clever, terpenes." Uh, everybody knows what terpenes are. Mm, all right, uh, <laughs> ladies, where you at? You're out there. Clap it up for yourselves. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, y'all ever been uh, catcalled before? Yeah, it's not the best, right? Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever uh, been catcalled and then heard, "Ugh, never mind." Yeah, I would argue that's way worse. <laughs> 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 and here's the thing, it's a confusing thing for me because I don't understand it. It's like my ass is still the same. Alright, I get it. you know, from behind you saw the luxurious dress of my hair in a sweet can, and you're like, I'm trying to smash it. And then you got English Professor Dadbeard and you're like, I'm off this train. And I don't understand the philosophical debate. What is it with Schrodinger's beard? Is the ass fuckable or not in in the presence or absence of the beard? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. I just want somebody to notice that I've been squatting. All right, guys. (laughs) That's my time. Give it up for your host, Alex, everybody.
1: (laughs) Keep clapping for Joe Capino's, everybody. Make some more noise for him. Your next act is also coming here all the way from Portland. Please make some noise for Chris Lockridge, everybody, get your hands put into put them together for Chris Lockridge. Here he comes to the stage.
7: Uh, Hello, yes, uh, I'm Christopher. Um, I'm actually going by. uh, Oh, okay. Yes, I have the hiccups. Uh, That's a fair warning. Uh, I made some terrible decisions today. Uh, and they led to the hiccups so before you feel too bad for me I deserve them <laughs> yes my name is Christopher uh but I ac- actually hmm, I'm actually going by uh Christ because um, my name's Christopher right so I feel like I can shorten that to where I want right my name god damn it uh I actually um my girlfriend and I split up Recently, um, and after we split up, everyone kept asking me why we would stop seeing each other. They said like, oh, she was so nice. Why would you two quit dating? I guess to anyone who keeps asking me that and to you guys, I'd like to ask you, would you continue dating somebody that you had to support financially? Uh, Somebody that was selfish? Somebody that was visually a six at, at best? Well, she wouldn't either. yeah well yeah. I'm about to I'm about to hiccup uh, yeah and after we broke up it was kind of what she said to me that got to me she said I think we should start spending more time focusing on ourselves and I thought that's crazy that's crazy because I've been doing that the whole time. So in a way, that kind of makes her the problem, right? In a way, uh, hiccuping. <clears throat> yeah, um, do I... Do I look like I hate ch- <laughs> Do I look like I hate children? Okay, that's not the reaction I really wanted. Um, I'm going to try that again. Um, Do I look like I hate children? Do I look... Hmm. Okay, I'm going to re retry that again. Do I look like I hate children? Oh, what the hell? What the fuck? Okay, well, I'm going to let you know that I actually have a kid, believe it or not. Yeah, that's, silence, yeah, <laughs> that's right, I've got a kid, and if people keep telling me that I look like I hate children, um, they're never going to see their parents again, so. So that's on you. Uh, man, <clears throat> I actually just got back from, I got back from California um, relatively recently, I was in, Por- I, mean, I live in Portland. And I came down here recently, but I was here to uh, take my grandpa to chemo. Um, yeah, he's had cancer for like eighteen years. Um, so at this point, he's kind of milking it, right? Um, like that's that's a long time to have cancer. Um, like every time I have something important going on, grandpa's got to go get more chemo. He's so selfish. And now he he's got two kinds of cancer. All right. Well, I you know, I do you guys not feel pity for me? Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh d- has anyone in here oh <coughs> has anyone in here ever been arrested you have how about how about you yearly <coughs> nearly <laughs> ne- ne- you've near, nearly been arrested yearly okay <coughs> ah. how, how about you have you been arrested really Huh. Okay. Okay, well, I... Okay, I got arrested once. Um, It was during everything that was going on in downtown Portland in 2020. I was f- out recording video footage. I was not pro- protesting, but I, I was recording it. Um, And uh, there were a lot of people who got arrested downtown in Portland, 2020 that did not deserve to get arrested Uh, but i definitely deserve to get arrested uh when i got footage um of me getting arrested uh i thought i'm definitely using this footage for the trial Uh, and then after i watched it i thought i'm definitely not using this footage for the trial because in the video footage the police officer says don't come over here or you're going to get arrested. And then my now ex-girlfriend ex-gir- says, uh, Chris, is that true? Can they arrest us? And then I said, no. We're good. <laughs> and uh, and uh, then they arrested us. Um, and actually at the trial, I lost faith in the justice system um, because they found me innocent. And I was definitely guilty. Yeah, but I found this neat legal strategy I talked about with my lawyer and I used it and it was really effective. Um, And I recommend you guys use it too. Really neat strategy. It's called uh, lying on the stand. Yeah, I highly recommend you all use it. All right, I guess that's it for my time. I'm Christopher, but I'm going by
1: Christ these days. (laughs) Give it up for Christ with hiccups, everybody. That <laughs> I love how you were all on his side at first with the hiccups, and then you all turned on him unanimously. That was <laughs> I loved seeing that. That was incredible. Uh, your next act, folks, um, please uh, give a big warm welcome to Rhoda Gravador, everybody. Make some noise for Rhoda coming up to the stage. Hey.
8: Hey, give it up for Alex and the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my name is Rhoda, and I am 48 years old. Thank you very much. You know, every time I tell someone I'm 48, they always go, wow, you look
9: your age.
8: Any 20-somethings here tonight? Hello, good evening. How about my 30-somethings? Hello, you know what? How about we all pretend we're 30 tonight? Okay, one more time. Where my 30-somethings at? Yeah, that's right. Give it up for yourselves. Though I hate to break it to you, but some of you aren't going to make it to 40. Sorry. (laughs) I don't mean to brag, but I am a great mom. Thank you. I am a great mom because I don't have any kids. (gasps) I am a dog mom. So yeah, thank you. So technically, that makes me a MILF. Huh. Thank you very much. I'm a dog mom to two pit bulls. Give it up for the pit bulls, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. Both of them were cesarean. I, uh, I know you guys look at me and go, oh yeah. She's definitely a cougar going to comedy festivals, pretending to be a comic just so she can pick up on young men. Well, I am actually a panther, which is the opposite of a cougar. So I am 48, and my boyfriend is a corpse. (laughs) Uh, Who's on the dating apps here? Anyone? Dating apps? Yay, there you go. My one person, brave enough to admit it. Thank you. Now I can tell the joke. (laughs) So uh, younger users are moving away from Tinder because uh, Tinder's long-term users are now in their 50s, but they're pretending to be in their 30s. Ah. And these long-term users are finding that they're getting matched with their aunts and uncles, which is great for Alabama. I, um... Who here lives in the city? Any city folk here? Hello, right on, yeah. I actually, I live in Marin. I live in Marin because my boyfriend is white. Uh. (laughs) My boyfriend is a Russian Jew, I'm a Filipino Catholic. And uh, Jews and Filipinos actually have a lot in common. Uh, You know, we're both late for everything all the time. Yeah, right? He runs on Jewish Standard Time, and I'm Filipino. (laughs) And we both take forever to say goodbye at parties. My boyfriend calls it the Jewish goodbye. I call it leftovers. (laughs) Both Jews and Filipinos are well-known. See? She brings home leftovers all the time. (laughs) Both Jews and Filipinos are well-known for a food that starts with the letter B. Jews have the bagel. Filipinos have the balot. Balot is a partially developed duck egg embryo, also known as Mitch McConnell's neck. <laughs> uh, both Jewish and Filipino mothers love using guilt. Do you know what the difference is between a Jewish mom and a Filipino mom? The New Testament. Both Jew- uh, A Jewish mom would say to me, you put on some weight. A Filipino mom would say, oh, my God, you're so back over here. And you are also back over there. Eat some more balot. Both uh, Russians and Catholics have a lot in common. Russians believe propaganda. Catholics believe the Bible. Catholics drink wine, representing the blood of Christ. And Russians drink vodka until they can taste their own blood. Putin, former Philippine President Duterte, and current Philippine President Bong Marcos have something in common. Duterte killed people who do drugs, and Putin kills people who, who, and Bong, first he will steal your bling bling, and then he'll go bang, bang. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been, uh, I've been taking a lot of naps recently, so I figured I should probably look into that. And it turns out that older adults who nap longer more frequently at a higher risk of getting Alzheimer's. Oh, give it up for Alex and the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah, that's right. I am Rhoda, and I am 48 years old. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think that Democrats and progressives should just embrace global warming, OK? Because if Louisiana becomes part of the Gulf of Mexico, then technically, there are two less Republicans in the Senate, correct? Mm-hmm. And if Texas goes under, so does Ted Cruz. And if Alabama goes under, then daughters no longer have to give birth to their father's babies. Kentucky just passed a bill making it illegal for infertility doctors to impregnate their patients with their own sperm. It is still, however, legal to store the embryos in Mitch McConnell's neck. Anyone here remember a comic from the 80s named Andrew Dice Clay? Okay, here we go. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, because Mexico never built the fucking wall. Oh! Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jill got paid 30% less, so she kicked Jack down the fucking hill. Oh! Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Papa's going to buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, it's probably dead. Oh! Mitch McConnell has a neck. E-I-E-I-O. And in his neck, he kept dead puppies. E-I-E-I-O! If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it, go fuck yourself. Oh, that's my time. Thank you very much.
1: Make some more noise for Rhoda, everybody. <laughs> Clap a lot. Uh, have a little, another little pun for you guys. Uh, does anybody here know what you call a talkative empanada? An empanada yada. All right, that's... Just fun. That's a Laffy Taffy joke. Your next act, folks. Uh, he's here all the way from Florida. Really nice guy. Really funny dude. Give it up for Chris Sanders, everybody. Make some
10: noise for Chris Sanders. Thank you, Alex. Oh, you good, buddy? All right. There we go. This place has no insurance. Okay. Yeah, so don't trip. Don't fall. Don't catch an STD in here, people. Um, my name's Chris Sanders. Great to see you guys. Love mutiny. Uh, I have a horrible medical condition. I suffer from resting Tiger Woods face. That's what I suffer from. Green jacket, full moon, I might fuck your wife tonight. Watch out. Or British Robert Evans. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, My day job's on a teacher. I got to say, being a teacher isn't like any other job in America, right? There's nothing like a kid coming into kindergarten not knowing how to write their name, and by fourth grade, they're writing fuck off on their spelling tests. It's it's unlike anything. Oh, my gosh, Damien, your curse was fantastic. You're going to skip a grade, Not because you're smart, but because I'm terrified of you, all right? Kids be shooting in Florida, I'm just saying, kids be shooting. Yeah, it's real, yeah. Hey, I live there, you guys don't, okay? (laughs) I may not make it to the 8th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah, it's wild, like, uh, when you're like a teacher though, you're kind of like a second parent. Like, I had one kid who came to school, he didn't have shoes on, right? So during my lunch, I go to uh, the store, come back, give him shoes, he unboxes it, and he's like, you bought me shacks? What? Kills in Oakland. Alright, anyway. um, (laughs) uh, So he's freaking out, but he's happy I got him shoes, right? He puts his shoes on, and during recess he tries to come up and hug me. right? Like you, you're a lovely lady, like if a kid hugged you, you, you'd probably hug him back, right? Me, I look like Tiger Woods, okay? I don't need a second scandal in my life. Anytime a kid tries to come up and hug me, I immediately run the other way. You know why? I'm trying to teach them boundaries between me and a thorough investigation. That's what I'm trying to teach them. not going to see me in the newspaper. Chris Sanders love kids. No, fuck the kids. That's all right. Fuck their moms, though. I will fuck their moms in a second. Yeah, it, there's no law against that, I think, right? Uh, who likes school? Who likes school? Anyone like school? Anyone in school? All right. What's going on? Yeah, nerds unite. I love it. Uh <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of kids, they hate school, right? They hate school because we forget that school is the box. But kids, they think outside the box. Case in point, I'm teaching uh, American history in fourth grade, and we're doing a, a little lesson on American history. Quiz the kids. They go, why weren't slaves allowed to read? None of the kids raise their hand except Damien. Easy, Mr. Sanders. Slaves weren't allowed to read because if slaves could read, they would read books on magic and unchain their friends. That's out of the box thinking right there. I'll tell you that. You know? Like, I want to test him for gifted and autism that day. That's what I wanted to do. But that's not how slavery worked. I just want you guys to know that's not how it worked. Like, uh, but as a kid, you can't tell a kid he's wrong. It'll, like, traumatize him, right? And in Florida, you might shoot me. So, <laughs> so I go, Damon, you got a point. You know, if Slaves you Magic, uh, we wouldn't have Harriet Tubman. We'd have Harriet Potter Tubman. That's what we'd have. Literally, this is the thing. I forget, like, teachers are influential. The next day, he came to school dressed as Harriet Potter Tubman. He was on the playground. He went up to a white kid. For my next trick, I will make this white devil disappear. It was wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you brought a saw? What the fuck? Why'd you bring a saw to school? Why'd you bring a fucking saw? The Three Stooges cartoon? And then on top of that, I'm like, yo, you can't be bringing us all to school. So I put him in, uh, in school suspension. in-school in suspension, right? He's pissed off at me. He turns around at me, pulls out a wand. He goes, "Asio emancipation i am like, I'm like, what? He's like, I'm trying to feel the niggas in uh, ISS. That's what we're trying to do. All right, all right. Look at him. I'm a nigga. I can say nigga. All right. Um, <laughs> you guys are fine. Uh, I'm broke. Anyone else broke in here? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm super broke. I, uh, I just finished, like, having a roommate. I had a r- I'm 33. I, I finally got my own place. Uh, and it's it's wild. Like, I, I my last roommate was an aspiring Instagram model. Yes. On the lease agreement for her salary, she wrote 50K. I'm like, is that how much money you make? She's like, no, that's how many followers I have. I'm like, exactly. What a broke bitch. Um, put money on there. Um, I see a light. Is that the light? I see like a light. No, we're good. Okay. Oh, traffic! It's traffic. Someone's putting their brights on me. Get off the stage. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It was wild. Like you know, uh, you always have these weird roommate situations. And she was like a nice lady. She was like, going to school for nursing. It Was pretty typical in Florida. But she'd like be freaking out over her Instagram. It, like rolled her life. I'm in the kitchen one day, right? And uh, I'm I'm making food. I'm defrying an octopus, and she comes in and she freaks out she's like chris oh my god i lost one follower what the fuck oh my god i'm like katie this is what happens when you don't do the dishes okay (laughs) all right you're worried about posts how about you read the post-it notes i'm putting on your fucking bathroom mirror all right called social engagement you know uh, a lot of my guy friends, they're like, they want ha- they, they're like, Chris, you gotta have sex with Katie eventually, right? She's hot. You guys, you cook dinner for her, like you're very nice to her. You're, you know, she's eventually gonna bang you. I'm like, whoa. We have very clear boundaries, Katie and I. Right? Katie has sex with other men, and I vacuum my room for two hours. Very clear boundaries. And now someone said, ah, someone was, <laughs> you want to get no pity pussy? You don't even no pity pussy. Even I give I'll give you pity pussy after the show. That's what I'll do. <laughs> all right. Hopefully that was uh, you. Uh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was me with that unibrow and one ear higher than the other. Um. <laughs> all women are beautiful. Anyway. Um. But this is a cool thing, though. The great thing. Thank you. Is uh. We. I. I get something cool out of it. That sounds sad. But the cool thing is, anytime she has sex with a guy, and he leaves stuff at the apartment, I keep the stuff. Yes. I have two new outfits and eight phone chargers. If you're like Chris, what are you wearing today? I'm wearing the Nick from Taco Tuesday collection. That's what I'm wearing. And after the show, I'm selling merch. I'm selling eight phone chargers. So hit me up. My name's Chris Sanders. Thanks for your time. Get off your host, Alex. I love San Francisco.
1: Keep clapping for Chris Sanders, everybody. Holy cow! That was a blast all the way from Florida. Your next fact, your next, fuck, I can't talk. I, boy, I haven't even had a drink yet, and I'm already stumbling and unable to speak. Uh, cool, uh, great. Uh, I'm just having a neurological breakdown. That's what's happening. Uh- <laughs> uh, your next act, everybody. Uh, here, uh, another San Francisco, uh, another San Franciscan. Please, make some noise for James Yukawa, everybody. Clap real loud for James Yukawa.
11: Yo, give it up for Alex, Alex, only from Montana, holy shit, he has not stepped in human shit yet, you know, not yet, but soon that'll happen, but I'm actually, yeah, no, I'm actually not from San Francisco, I live in Oakland, you know, Oakland, yeah, Oakland native, across East Bay, Oaklanders, come on, yeah, yeah, East Bay, fuck yeah, but yeah, um, I'm like most comics, I'm single right now, I'm on these dating apps, you know, and I feel like Tinder has sort of become like a sneak preview for OnlyFans. You know, every other account is just sort of like winky face emoji, water drop emoji, water drop emoji, water drop emoji, peach emoji. Like, add me on OnlyFans. I'm not on this app that much. Add me on Instagram. You know, like, I'm a wholesome Christian dude. I support sex workers, but I can't be swiping on ass and titties on Bart during my morning commute. No. It's way too much stimulation. I haven't had my morning coffee yet. Jesus Christ. No. But honestly, though, I feel like um, I'm... Personally, Team Hinge, Team Hinge. Anybody here on Hinge? Okay, hell yeah, everyone else, except for you. Everyone else is in a wonderful relationship, I guess. Holy shit, yeah, Team Hinge. But I feel like people on Hinge are actually real people because they have job titles for jobs I've never heard of. It's like public policy manager for like a nonprofit, systems analyst. You know, things you got to work with like a Microsoft spreadsheet. And I feel like people on Tinder, just like their bio is just sort of like airplane emoji, NYC, LA, Dubai. I'm like, what are you doing in Dubai? You don't look like you work in the oil industry, girl. This is a very strange flight itinerary. Hmm. And it's just like online content creator. I'm like, what is this online content you're creating? Let's, let me research about this. But honestly though, like uh, I matched with a girl on Hinge who was down for pegging. Does anybody know what pegging is? Oh, hell yeah, this is my audience, damn. Holy shit, normally it's the Zoomers who are like, oh, I know all about pegging, and like, oh, you know, oh, what is it? I can inform you about that. You know, pegging is when a woman wears a strap-on dildo and fucks the dude. I'm open to new things, you know? Yes, I'll I'll take whatever I can get. And I thought it'd be really romantic. You know, we go to the sex shop together as a couple, the first date, I'm like, oh, yeah, so... I like that one, it's very sensible and modest. It could fit in your tiny little handbag. That's the one I would wanna choose. No, like she DM'd me and she already had one on deck. I'm like, whoa, whoa. But I thought that was really weird that she only had one because I thought she was down for this pegging lifestyle like you walk into her apartment and they're just like hanging on the wall, you know? Like you know how like John Wick has like a wall of guns, like a whole arsenal of guns? Like he's got that big ass grenade launcher, the medium sized assault rifle, and the tiny little pistol. It gets the job done. It has a great personality. Sometimes John Wick doesn't always need that big-ass grenade launcher. The tiny little pistol works out, you know? Because this is my first time getting pegged. I don't want the ass-blaster 9000. I don't want the tiny little guy. I want maybe two knuckles deep, maybe, at the most. You know, it's like it's it's her strap, it's her choice. I am very pro-choice. Except for when it comes to my asshole, you know? I want to have some bargaining chips here. I want to talk about the poli- like the politics of pegging. I want to have some saying to this, you know? And also, I feel like she only has one peg. She's probably pegged other dudes with that peg, you know? She probably has notches on the side of her bedpost of Like how many asses she's pegged. She's like, this is the ninth ass I've claimed. But the first Asian one, yes, Hmm. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take an informal poll. Like, guys, have you ever thought about getting, like, pegged? Guys here, thought about getting pegged? Okay, some honest men in here, fucking, eh, hell yeah, it's 2022, you know? You know, I mean, honestly, you guys, like, we're going to get our prostate exams. Might as well get a nut out of it. It's going to happen sooner or later, fuck. It's inevitable. But, yeah, what else? You know, uh, I'm like... Any baseball fans in here? Baseball fans? Yeah, I like talking to baseball fans because like talking to them makes me feel less autistic. You know? They always have some like they're always like really like into like sabermetrics. Always have some obscure fact. Like a couple weeks ago, I was at an A's game and one of the guys is just sort of like, uh, 2003, Barry Zito almost pitched a perfect game against the Kansas City Royals in a wild card matchup." I'm like, "Holy shit, Greg! How would you know this fact? You don't even know your own girlfriend's zodiac sign." Jesus Christ, we had our priorities straightened out, man. But honestly, uh, baseball is the only sport that has something called the perfect game where absolutely nothing fucking happens. 27 up, 27 down. This, really, this is a really high-stake game of catch between two dudes. No hit home runs, no dingers, nothing. And all my baseball homies are like, oh my God, James, you wouldn't understand the nuances. Like, you know what? I don't watch sports for nuance, man. i listen to a podcast if I want some nuance in my life. And all my baseball homies are just like, oh, my God, this is so nuanced. And I'm like, this sounds like some very spectrum behavior. Oh, no, you guys are all just jerking off the stats right now. But, yeah, what else? What else do I have? Fuck, wait, how much do I have right now, Alex? Minute and a half left? I talked about pegging? Talked about baseball fans being autistic. You know what? I feel like, yeah, my YouTube algorithm is getting way too good because I'll be getting ads for better help, remote therapy. Yeah, and other ads, it's just sort of like seven signs you may be autistic. I'm like, holy shit, YouTube, what are you trying to tell me right now? Am I depressed and autistic, or am I depressed because I am autistic? Like, is it a bundle deal, or can I have one without the other, you know? Because I'm clearly not getting ads for like Joe Rogan meat sticks, you know, or like Planet Fitness. No, like YouTube looked at my fucking search history. It's like, well, you watch anime and ASMR videos of rugs being deep cleaned. You're probably on the spectrum, my guy. You know, like this sounds very spectrum behavior. Yeah, And I'm like, YouTube, you know me so well. And it'd be really weird, though, if I like came out to my parents. I'm actually 32. I look really young. It's the Asian, you know. But yeah, it'd be really weird if I came to my parents, like immigrant parents, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I may be autistic, you know? And they're just like, autism, autistic, uh, uh, Autist, autist, uh, gay? I'm like, no, wait. We had this conversation back in high school. This is something completely different. But they'd just be like wondering like whether or not they're going to have grandchildren. I'm like, maybe. This probably still explains why I'm still single. But all right, that's my time. Give it up for Alex Kaufman. I have not been pegged yet. My name is James Yukawa.
1: Make some more noise for James Yukawa, San Francisco's very own. Very cool. Very funny dude. Uh, he's absolutely been pegged. He's lying to you. Uh, <laughs> that was absolutely a defense mechanism, for sure. Uh, your next act, folks, is also from Portland. Please make some noise for Danny Shy, everybody. Give it up for Danny Shy.
9: I am from Portland. I do know what pegging is. Uh <laughs> Not what I want to talk about. <laughs> Not what I want to talk about. I, uh, you guys having a good day? Good. I'm also having a very good day. Uh, because this morning, thank you. Uh, this morning, I did an entire stretching program made for a 50-year-old. I got almost all the way through it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm as fit as a 50-year-old. Thank you very much. I just figured, like, if you need to be fitter than a 50-year-old, then there's no reason to live. Like, that feels, I don't, Why? Why are these runners existing? Uh, well, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, are you guys into conspiracy theories? Oh, good. I am coming on board. I am coming on board for sure. Uh, and I'm coming on board. I was uh, listening to the radio. I was like, I was just flipping channels on the radio, and I flipped, and all this sh- I heard satanic feminists, and just I was like, oh, I'm stopping now because I, I honestly have no idea what a satanic feminist is, but I heard it, and I was like, I think I'm one of them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta imagine that a satanic feminist is a person that's like, oh, we believe in feminism so much that we are positive that Satan is a feminist or as is a woman. Like Satan's definitely a woman for sure, and like I know that I have definitely been gaslighted by kindergarten children, uh, girls, w- girl children, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's 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 eternal. That is definitely. I don't know if any three year olds have told you about your body weight. You're like that is a hell inside of my body now. I feel very bad about myself. Uh, Satan's a woman. Uh, that's I did. I didn't do that joke well. I apologize. I, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna feel guilty about it because I realized, like, while I was listening to that program, that if you believe in conspiracy theories, nothing's ever your fault. It's not. <laughs> it's not your fault. And I know that because. The reason they were talking about satanic feminists is because they were talking about school shootings. I know, real upper of a radio show. Uh, And they were talking about this kid, and they were like, well, the guy, the poor kid, he didn't mean to do it. It's like satanic feminists' fault. And I'm like, I don't... So you don't have to take responsibility for anything if you believe in conspiracies, Like, nothing... Like, my whole life, I feel guilty. Like, I don't take up, like, that spot on the airplane thing because I just feel like, well, they put their elbow there first. It's theirs now. I feel guilty if I touch their elbow and other people are like I mean I genocided today and that's satanic feminist fault it's not I'm fine I need that power you know so now just from now on I'm like well I crashed into you but it's definitely because you don't worship lizard people enough that is it's on you you know I am not apologizing you're crying it's the chemtrails fault like the chemtrails make me mean all right, I wouldn't be mean. It's the chemtrails. You know? Sure, I'm in jail for a crime, but it was my doppelganger that did it, for sure. If Hillary Clinton could have a doppelganger, I can too. Go find her. Very excited about it. Uh, I a while ago, I heard about this uh, guy. I think about him regularly. Like, once a month. Uh, just every time I have my period, I think about him. Uh... Uh, because he was like he's a flat earther, you know, uh which like if i I'm never gonna murder a person, but I definitely think I know some people that are gonna fall off the flat earth, you know, like I know some people uh that I will just well i we went on a road trip, and they just fell off, we just got real close uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> um and uh, so he's a flat earther and he built himself a rocket it was somewhere here in california i don't know but he built himself a rocket and shot him up in space you know who i'm talking about right yeah he didn't get very high like he would have gotten a lot higher if he bought a plane ticket all right so it wasn't like the best rocket all right but i think about him regularly uh because like what science did the guy use because, like, every science I know mean, believes that the Earth is round and that you got to shoot your rocket up higher, faster than the Earth, the gravity is pulling you down to hell, right? I can't even jump that high. Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to try. It's embarrassing, all right? I don't, I'm not going to show you. Uh, But so he shot, like, and here on Earth, uh, it pulls, we're pulled down to hell by gravity at 9.8 meters per second squared. That's what every, that's, the entirety of rocket science that I know all right but that depends on a round earth and so he knows that the earth is flat how how did he do his calculation he did he did again not super high he survived though he got to hang out with his cat that was in the story yeah I mean like I gotta imagine that he's got something better than birth control like whatever science he's using has got to have a different birth control that I'm super into I think. I don't know. I don't really want to know him. I do have some people I want to murder. That's just a, (laughs) I don't know if that's the appropriate tag, but we're going with it. Uh, Thing about me, uh, I read at bars a lot um, because I like being with people, but I don't like when they talk to me and make me hate them. Mm -hmm. Another thing about me, I was raised on a farm, uh, and that means that I learned about castration decades before intimacy. Yeah. My dad taught me when I was very little that I not, had not only a right but a responsibility to choose who gets to be dad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco thinks it's progressive. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing on my dad. <laughs> he had five daughters. He taught us all uh, how to remove some balls. Uh, so, Uh, so the point is, I'm not good. I'm not good at the knowing how the girl guy interactions are supposed to go. You know, but I'm trying to get better because uh, mayor recently told me. Um, uh, I'm not gonna tell which one, but it was it wasn't like the Portland one, but it was definitely one of the white ones from. So you can probably narrow it down. For, like it was a white dude mayor, uh, and he told me, uh, he told me thank you. Uh, that the reason that Portland's got a housing crisis, and probably San Francisco, too, uh, is that people like me aren't married uh, and getting married. And I don't know, yeah, he was a white dude mayor, so they know things, right? Like, I just, I just gotta believe him that I am, like, me living with several roommates is causing a housing crisis. Yeah, for sure, it's not like, well, yes, how dare me? So I'm working on figuring out this dating thing, and here's what I figured out thus far that in a girl guy flirting situation my response I'm the girl I'm dead da- I knew that beforehand um, but my responsibility is to be very impressed by the very unimpressive all right <laughs> so if they <laughs> so, so if they... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm supposed to get off of here, and you guys keep laughing. I can't finish my joke. Uh, thank you so much. It's been great. Anyway, the point is, if they interrupt my book reading to tell, give me their very long opinion about what I'm reading, I'm supposed to be like, "Oh my, God, that's how'd you learn to read? Can you please teach me?" Anyway, thank you. Give it up for your host. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Keep clapping for Danny, everybody. You know the drill. Very funny. Very funny. Your next act, everybody, come to the stage uh, here all the way from Boston, right? It's Boston. Give it up for Angela Sawyer, everybody. Make a noise for Angela Sawyer.
12: Hey-oh. Oh, hello. So nice to talk to you. How are you guys doing? You've seen a lot of comics. Are you okay? You doing all right? I'm so happy to meet you. Uh, I am a middle-aged lady. Uh, I'm 52, and... This year, I found out I could sweat from my eyelids. (laughs) It's going great. It's going okay. It's nice to see all of you. Uh, I have uh, roommates, uh, which you're not supposed to do when you're my age. I think we all know. uh, Most people, uh, usually in their 30s, you like get a partner, move out of town, maybe get a dog, something like that. And me, I am just still going to weddings where I'm also the DJ. (sighs) Yeah. I wanna tell you, uh, I read a cool article, and the news is so bad that it was so nice to read something that I liked to see. Uh, I read an article that uh, grocery stores and pharmacies around the country are starting to close their self-checkout machines and have people go through the register again. And I love that, because I wanna look you in the eye when I steal from you. You know, I want that human connection. I think it's important, I think it's important to have. Uh, I do have roommates. I've had a lot of roommates over the years. Um, uh, My favorite bad roommate that I ever had uh, was this guy, Dan, who got mad at me and moved out. And uh, when he moved out, he tried to karate chop me to death. (laughs) And then I had to politely explain to Dan that I had 130 pounds on him and it might not work. <laughs> I was like, okay. I do, I do like fat people. They're my favorite people. I think they're the nicest people in any room, in every room, because if we have a problem with you, we ate it already. You're safe. You're so safe. It's so safe. I think fat people, we're like the pugs of human beings, you know? We're like adorably squishy and strangely wise and Oh shit! We can't breathe. It's <laughs> good. We're doing good. Uh, Dan, the roommate who moved out, he got mad at me. Uh, he he accused me of stealing his crystals. Yeah, which uh, I did do. <laughs> uh, in my defense, I thought they were I threw them away because I thought they were rocks. <laughs> and I found out uh, if they're crystals, you put them in a case. That's the big difference. I found out. Uh, I've lived in a bunch of houses uh, around the city where uh, my hometown. Uh, One place, mostly it's been punk rock houses. And for whatever reason, if you don't know what that is, uh, a punk rock house is just a regular house that is not a home. (laughs) That's how that works. Uh, One place that I lived, I had 17 roommates. Yeah, way too many. At that point, you can't even learn their names, you know? I just knew them as porch guy and... Guy, I always saw holding bread from the dumpster. You know, I'll let you guys get see which one you think was the worst one. Uh, there was a roommate in that same house who was a cop, uh, which I don't like, <laughs> not cool. And then there was a guy who wrote a play for bees. <laughs> That's so confusing. (laughs) He didn't call it that. He called it a honey-infused ritual. (laughs) And I was like, I think that's a play for bees. (laughs) It's very, very confusing. Uh, Also in that same apartment with 17 roommates, uh, one morning I came out of my bedroom to go to work, and a a teenager, like a 17, 18-year-old kid, had moved in to the hallway right outside my bedroom door. I just walked out to go to work, and there was somebody there. He just, like, put a bed up against a wall, and he put a flag up against the bed and put a TV on the end of the bed and just laid back and played video games in there. And I was like, well, okay, you know, whatever. We all got someplace to go. You know, it's cool. And then after two weeks, that kid got a girlfriend. He found some nice girl to like lie next to him and watch him play video games all day. And I was like, man, when this chick finds out she could fuck a guy with a door. <laughs> it did not last is what I need you to know. It did not last a long time. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm a middle-aged lady and so the rule is you have to have middle-aged lady friends. That's how it works. But I think everyone should have a middle-aged lady friend because uh, we don't give a fat shit. <laughs> we are fun. <laughs> it's an adventure. No one knows what will happen. Uh, <laughs> one of my middle-aged lady friends recently, she named her tits to empower herself. And I was like, only over 40 does that? Okay. <laughs> and she was like, Angela, you should do it. And I was like, I, I don't think. And she's like, no, you should do it. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could go with Bert and Ernie. <laughs> could work for me, you know. Uh, I also, I like having friends who are much younger than me, people in their 20s and their 30s, especially in their 20s, because those people are better. <laughs> Just, they're raised well, they're very nice. Uh, I had this long heart-to-heart with this friend of mine who is barely 21 years old, so she's like 30 years younger than me, and she, we are talking and talking all night, and at the end, she let it slip that when she gives her boyfriend a blow job, Afterwards, she's like got tears running down her face and she can't breathe and I was like, oh, oh, sweetheart You know, you can suck dick mediocrely (sighs) Like I'm not saying do a bad job, but you don't have to get an Olympian award this is the truth, and I, you guys can take this advice. If you get a C-minus in gym,
2: they still let you graduate.
12: <laughs> She's doing okay. <laughs> She's doing all right. She's Doing just fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, not too long ago, I, uh, I scored a, a normal job for the first time in my whole life. I got a job as a secretary, that is just a job that comes with these glasses. (laughs) I walk down the street and people are like, ooh, I bet you can type. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, And uh, that's an okay job. Uh, Mostly it just means that uh, I get phone calls on Teams when I'm trying to go to the bathroom or watch a movie in my house instead, you know? Uh, a, A couple of weeks ago, though, my favorite coworker called me up on Teams. Uh, I love her so much. Her name is Stacy. She is the salt of the earth, great person. And she calls me up out of the blue and she goes, hey, Angela, I notice in your email signature, it says your name parentheses, she slash her parentheses. What is that? And I was like, I mean, I love Stacy. She's from New Bedford, Massachusetts. And it's not her fault that town smells like bleach. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Uh, some people use they, them pronouns. Mine happened to be she, her, but it'd be more comfortable for everybody if we used them a lot. So I put them in my email. And she goes, oh, oh, I, I thought that's because everybody thinks you're a man. <laughs> and I was like, right on, Stace, you nailed it. <laughs> Drunk people do love to call me coach. <laughs> 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 It's true. I think one of the reasons I get along with people who are much younger than me so well is that people who are, are 20, 30 years younger than me, they grew up reading and writing Harry Potter fan fiction, you know, Potterotica, yeah. They, they, it's, they did, I checked, they did. <laughs> and that uh, that's a place where I feel like I really belong. I fit right in, because they just look at me and see Trans Hagrid. It works out great. Works out so beautifully. You guys are so much fun. Thank you. You've met Trans Hagrid. <laughs> Give it up for your host Alex, he's the best.
1: Clap more for Angela Sawyer, everybody. Come on. Wow. Just fantastic. We have are you guys ready for your final comedian of the night? Are you guys ready for that? Yeah? Let's get some more energy than that for your final comedian here all the way from Los Angeles. Give it up for Jay Stewart, everybody. Makes a noise for Jay.
13: Hello, hello, thank you, I am parked illegally, I have to pee, I just got out of the car from here, hang on, I just need to do some stretching, get some stretches out, thanks so much for being out here, guys, I'm the last person to go up. Wow, all right. (laughs) Have they been saying this? Oh, Oh, there's more, there's more to go. All right, good, good, I was gonna say that wasn't quite what I would imagine a headliner would be brought up by, you know, but it's good. It's good. We got one more person coming. All right. This is great. This is great. Um, What's new with me? What's new? Started school. A little bit of a culture shock going back to school. I haven't been in school for like 10 years. Last time I've been in school, it was still okay to publicly enjoy movies produced by Harvey Weinstein. So a little bit of a culture shock there, you know, getting, <gasps> Go back into it. This guy uh, in my class, nice and young, and he's cute, cute little guy, and he's like talking about beef. I'm like, oh, beef, I love beef. I know it's bad for the environment, but it's just so good. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a pedophile say, though, too, about kids, right? And I'm like, oh, the environment. Um, I don't know, I got a, I got a new car. The, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you, got a new car. I gotta admit, though, the, uh, horn, pretty gay. Anytime I go to use it, it's like, ah, ah, like the one time this guy cut me off on the 405, and I just press it, I was mad at the guy, and it just, ah, oh, don't stop, which is basically the exact opposite of what I wanted the guy to do in the moment, so fuck me. I don't know. Um, You guys a fan of microdosing? Not you? Straight, straight and narrow? Never tripped in your life? No? Where were you? Loc- location, not time in your life. Santa Barbara, okay. That seems like a good place to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, never again, though. I'm not even going to con- continue the joke just because that was such a no response. It's okay, everybody. It's not that good of a joke. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. What else do we got here? Um, I'm c- convinced that the greatest white rapper in the game right now is Kanye West. Um, I'm... My blood type is O negative, which means that people's lives depend on me not having gay sex. Um, true. It's true. I'm at a good place in my life. My Instagram feed is entirely comedians, women in bathing suits and people making chocolate chip cookies. Good. It's good. I really can only control two out of the three of those. Um, I can control three out of the three if I switch my gender to female. Uh, Switches up the algorithm there. I was on TikTok, I switched uh, my gender to female and I I had to take a break. I was like, I'm gonna start a business. (laughs) I feel motivated. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see here. Uh, Oh, I missed that tag. Oh, that's a bummer, that's a bummer. Um, Good to be back in San Francisco though, I will say. Um, I have a lot of ups being in San Francisco. I used to live here for like two years. Um, some lows though. I mean, my my car got stolen twice in six weeks. Yeah, apparently homeless people can drive stick. I had no idea. Two people, you know? Um, and the thing was weird that like, the second time that I called 911 to tell them that my car got stolen, I got a voicemail. I'd never expected before. I've never encountered that situation, right? Because when you call your therapist and they go, if this is an emergency, please hang up and call 911, there's no procedure for what if you call 911 and get a voicemail? What is the procedure? What do I do in that case? You know what I mean? I did get a call back eventually though. Um. A nice little lady here. Um. I think the most unrealistic thing about Batman is that the billionaires are walking through an alley. I'm talking about billionaires' parents. What billionaire walks in an alley? Ever, like any alley ever. Like I I would think it would be more plausible that he like got money to close off an alley just to walk through it. That seems more plausible. Why are they walking through an alley? I don't know. Um. L.A. is a funny place. This guy comes up to me. He's like, "Oh, you're so good looking." Like, yeah, man, we look exactly alike. Of course, you think I'm hot. Like, at some point, you're just stroking your own ego, you know? I I um uh man um I went down there, smoked some toad venom. Yeah, yeah, it's this toxin. Yeah, sorry, you you're not, not your thing. Not your thing. It's all right. Y- it was uh, $300, though, to Smoke toad venom. The first time I heard that, I was like, $300? To smoke toad venom? Got to be illegal. <laughs> that is too much money. Uh, I did it anyways, though. Changed my life. It was amazing. You should do it. Except for you. Um, But uh, everybody else, though, that fuels the call. Um, why is, why, um, I feel like aunts, 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 I feel like they're under fetish sized in the bedroom. You know, I just want one time, like, please, call me nephew. And then someone is like, oh, I'm taking you home. Thank you. Um, let's see, uh. I used to live in New York. I—I um, uh, I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun in New York. You meet some weird people. I had a roommate call me the N-word all the time. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, people call me the N-word. I don't really have a stake in that, but I do love it. Like secretly, I love it. If you call me the N-word, I'm like Jay Z for the day or something like that. But I don't know. I mean. Uh, It's a a weird feeling to be called that. I don't have much stake in it. I'm just not trying to be the black people police, right? I'm not trying to be the black people police. I think if I was trying to be the black people police, I would just join the police, you know? I don't know. Um, That's my time. Give it up for your host. Thank you very
1: much. I feel very welcome to be back in San Francisco. Thank you. Make some more noise for Jay, everybody. Uh, Keep it going for Jay. I did not mean to lie to you. We do have one more comic. Uh, I didn't mean to lie. I do apologize for that. Uh, your next comic, I don't know where he's from. Are you from here? Oh, sweet. We get to end it with a San Franciscan. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Hell yeah. Ending with a fantastic comic, San Franciscan. Give it up for Wes Chu, everybody. Make some noise for Wes. Here he comes. Make some noise for your city.
14: Thank you. and uh And sorry for not checking in. Uh, yeah, uh, man, it's good to be here. Yeah, uh, good-looking crowd. Uh, it helps that, uh, most of you are my friends. Yeah, so my name's Wes, and, uh, not too long ago, I, uh, I came to accept a part of myself that, uh, most people don't like. Uh, it's that, uh, I am an asshole. Uh, are there any assholes in the audience tonight? Whoa, 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 Don't be proud of that. Don't, don't be proud of that. Okay, I, you, I'm not proud of it. Okay, so I consider myself to be a a, a low key asshole. Uh, that means is that I like individuals, but people as a whole can fuck off. Uh, so I I don't like it when people say. Or ask stupid questions uh in public. It hurts my brain. I don't know why, but I have this like this urge to try to like figure out like why you're so stupid. Uh for me it's like it's kind of like trying to solve like a broken root cube. And at the same time while I'm trying to touch it, uh I get shocked in the head. And it's it's really not a comfortable feeling. And the only thing I can do is provide a a snarky uh, non-answer that doesn't solve anything. So here's an example. Uh, my, my, uh, my girlfriend and I—we were at uh, not too long ago at Petco, where the pets go, and uh, we were in the the cat aisle, and we had a, a basket full of canned uh, wet cat food, just just towers and, and, and towers of it, and the two of us. We're talking very loudly about our cat. Um, it, it, just a little bit more context. We got a cat recently. It. it don't say that. Uh, it, it's just really. A, it's, a, it's a. It's only okay. Don't. Don't defend the cat. Uh, and uh, we were talking very loudly because we're loud people. Uh, like what to get the cat for food. Uh, we we came to the discovery recently that uh, the cat, like myself is also an asshole, (laughs) and the reason he's an asshole is because for an animal, he's a very, very picky eater. I'm like, how can you be that picky when you make no money? So, and while we're having this very loud discussion, uh, I noticed in the corner of my eye, uh, two broke uh, college students, they're just buying very uh, basic uh, cat supplies and I was like, I'm pretty sure they're they're broke because ooh, you can get that stuff at Amazon for cheaper. Uh and uh while we were arguing, uh one of them comes up to us. Remember, we're at Petco, cat aisle, and a basket full of cat food, and one of them comes up to us and says, Excuse me, do you have a cat? Ow, that hurt my brain so much. Uh I was uh, why I heard that question, I was Trying to hold back a, a, a brain aneurysm, and oh god, I, I like. Th- I really wanted to say, no, these are for me. I love cat food. Human food fucking sucks. Vegetables, get that out of the way, okay? Cooking is pretentious. Dog food tastes like shit, which makes sense because dogs like licking their own asses and eating their own shit. So. Cat food is is prime, okay. I love just getting one of them, cracking it open, and just sucking them down like raw oysters. Love it. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Oh, I noticed that you're also uh, purchasing a litter box. Do you also like shitting in a plastic cube with the feeling of sand between your ass cheeks? Later on, scooping it up with a, a plastic sip? I know it's a very satisfying. Uh, uh, Process. That's why I do it myself too. Do I have a cat? Are you Are you fucking kidding me? I I'm in the cat aisle of a pet store. It's not like I'm in the cat aisle of like a grocery store where I'm like you know have my human shit with me and like vegetables and juices and I'm like happen to wander into the cat aisle. I'm like oh wow well, look at all this cat stuff. Oh I wonder what it's like to have a cat. It's everything's all cute and shit. That's when you can ask me because. That's just confusing. But no, okay? Pet store, cat aisle, basket full of cat food. Do I have a cat? I fucking it better. Otherwise, I might be a serial killer. Uh, like I previously mentioned, I don't like it when people say stupid shit in public. I have a story for that too. Uh, One time, I was waiting in line to uh, be seated for brunch. Yeah, I said it. I like brunch, okay? I love a good Benedict. Anyways, the person right in front of me uh, was trying to uh, impress his friends, and this is what he said. Well, anything can be a startup. Just look all around you. Hell, this restaurant can be a startup. No, that's not how it works, okay? Restaurants don't have uh, venture capital funding, okay? There's no uh series a b and c okay and you know that uh restaurants aren't rolling in dough okay not only that but we all know that what's plaguing our uh bay area in san francisco this is one group of people it's called restaurant bros you know those exist right how they boast about how little money they make afterwards oh just like Talk about how great it is to work 12- to 14-hour shifts every day. Weekends, what the fuck are those? Destroying our culture with delicious food. Oh, God, this carbon hour is so great, but so, so problematic. No, the term you're looking for is small business, okay? If you just said small business and, you know, crank down the uh, arrogance down to, like, let's say a two, it would sound better anything can be a small business. You're absolutely right. But no, you said startup, not only that, but you said it in a very arrogant manner, okay? You're trying to impress your friends, how smart you are. Instead, you sound like an idiot, okay? And just going by that logic, uh, if anything can be a startup, well, you can say that about uh, giving birth to a kid. And clearly, Uh, his parents uh, invested poorly in sperm, egg, and money into his existence. Who wants to invest in stupid comments? That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, God. So, anyways, what I'm trying to say is just don't say stupid shit in public. Don't. And don't ask stupid questions either. Just be a little bit more observant. Otherwise, an asshole might be making fun of you on stage. My name is West. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Keep clapping for West too, everybody! Holy cow! Closing out the show. This has been a great time. Give it up for yourselves for coming out here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Get up for yourselves, everybody! Come on, clap for yourselves. Please give it up for Mutiny Radio, just a fantastic spot that they're doing this. This is sick. And uh, one last time for all the comics that you saw tonight, everybody. Please give it up for everybody that you saw. Thank you so much. Uh, I think that there is going to be a tip jar. I need to find where that's supposed to be. Uh, I wasn't given a lot of instructions. If you do want to donate extra money to the comics, we're just going to disperse that to them. Feel free. Uh, Thanks again. Huh? Or Venmo. Oh, yeah, or Venmo. Well, actually, no. Uh, Yeah, Venmo to Mutiny 2. That could be cool. Uh, Whatever you want. But tip, yeah, but please tip the comedians. Uh, This has been a blast. You're all fantastic. I've been Alex Kaufman. Have a great night. Thank you.